Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, hi, and welcome to a Bullet Points episode of The Emma Gunn Show. Thank you so much for joining me. It's lovely to see you here. And actually, it's a Bullet Points episode with a slight difference. Now, um, many of you who follow me, who listen to this podcast, who follow me on Instagram will know that I have talked at length about um, my hair loss over the years and how recently at the beginning of lockdown, I actually had my hair loss diagnosed by Annabelle Kingsley at Philip Kingsley and subsequently went on to a protocol where I was using their products, following their advice, and I had a full investigative Zoom call with Annabelle um, with a lot of pre-work, which involved a very detailed health um, questionnaire, a very detailed uh, questionnaire about my hair, my parents' hair, their parents' hair, all of those sorts of things, and obviously taking some uh, photos of my hair and my scalp. And then I had my video call with Annabelle, and I have subsequently started using the products that she recommended, and I have seen a difference. Now, we had a video call because of lockdown restrictions in the UK, and when I was able, I went to see Annabelle's lovely colleague, Susie. Annabelle um, is on maternity leave because she had a lovely little baby. Um, I went to see Susie in the clinic, who actually put the microscope, the special microscope on my scalp, actually looked at what was going on and confirmed Annabelle's diagnosis of androgenic alopecia. And since then, because I've been seen in the flesh, they've been able to actually prescribe me with something a little bit stronger. All of this to say that I have charted this on my Instagram feed. I've done various IGTVs. Obviously, I have talked about it on the podcast and I have been receiving a lot of questions. And as you know, I welcome those questions, especially about topics like this, because hair loss, hair shedding, hair thinning, anything about hair, let's face it, where you feel like you're losing it, something's not quite right with it. It can actually be very emotionally distressing and knowing what to do for the best is often a place that you can spend a lot of time feeling even more emotionally fraught. And so I asked Susie if it would be possible for me to have a call with her so that I could pose some of the questions that she had, that I had received, sorry, from you, my most excellent listeners, uh, with specific questions about hair loss, the kind of products you can use, whether you really need to see, see a trichologist, do you really need to invest in products, etc., etc. And so uh, she said, absolutely. So we had a Zoom call and I said to her at the beginning, oh, do you mind if I record it? Because I'll be using this in the IGTV that I make and I'll be quoting you. So it'd be quite handy to have the audio file. And Susie very kindly agreed. But it became really clear about two minutes into Susie speaking. And you'll understand this because you'll hear exactly how thorough, how expert she is. It became really clear that actually it would be so much better to share that with you. Now, I'm just going to caveat that by saying we are not in lockdown at the moment, but we did do this over the phone. I was supposed to see 
this is a real aside. I was supposed to see Susie this week, but we our appointment was actually on the day that the UK goes back into its second lockdown. So unfortunately, we've had to postpone that. So this is a this is a call that was done over the internet, and also because we didn't prepare it as a podcast, um, obviously mics and etc. aren't. Um, basically, Susie's in quite an echoey office, is what I'm trying to say, and I know that it's very frustrating when the sound isn't perfect. But trust me, I have you. <laughs> In the last seven months, I have used about four different services. I've spent quite a lot of money and I, I, I'm yet to find something that is airtight, bulletproof, bombproof, whatever you like. It, it, it's a much of a muchness. So I have tried to tinker with Susie's audio, but you can hear she's in a, um, you can hear that she's in quite an echoey room, but I have been through it with a fine tooth comb and there's nothing in here that I can't hear clearly enough to be able to to make me think oh I shouldn't share this with you so this is essentially the conversation that we had and it really because it wasn't meant to be a podcast it really just go in and I'm like oh Susie so one of the questions I've had so it's quite a, a, a hard start as it were there's no sort of tinkering but just so you know Susie Hammond is a trichologist at Philip Kingsley and I talk about the Philip Kingsley uh what would I call it clinic um extensively it is known worldwide as being a center of excellence when it comes to all things hair loss and i do say this in the episode but i say it to you as well now that the thing that has struck me about annabelle susie and about my experience at the clinic a couple of months ago is that they are so compassionate and they understand that it's not just let's fix your hair or let's look at your follicles it's how are you and that for me is the most important thing I look for. And I've said it before on this podcast, if I, I would feel terrible if I ever recommended anybody and you went and saw them and uh, you felt bad. <laughs> I want you to feel loved and cared for when you go to speak to people about these things, especially something like hair loss, which can be so distressing. So uh, that's what I wanted to say about that. So we cover a huge amount. So things like um, do topical hair loss in inverted commas shampoos actually work if you're applying hormones topically um, as you as I am as we talk a little bit about the treatment I'm taking because I know quite a few of you have asked um, the, will that get into your bloodstream and affect your actual hormones um, what kind of vitamins should you take and should you be taking them just I know I'm just going to take these vitamins because I heard they're good for my hair or should you do a little bit more investigation so we really do cover quite a lot of ground in this episode. And one thing I really want to stress about is uh, quite a few people got in touch with me when I did my IGTV and asked about whether Philip Kingsley is still doing Zoom calls, Zoom, Zoom consultations like the one that I had with Annabelle at the beginning of lockdown. And they are. So if price is prohibitive for you, um, having this kind of investigative uh, trichology analysis is not inexpensive it comes at a cost um, then the zoom call might just be a way for you to at least get in there and the reason I say that is because I think I have known for many many years that uh, my hair is thin my, my hair is, goes through periods of shedding it's fine and I've seen my seen my scalp appear more and more um, less and less recently since I've been on the protocol I hasten to add but I'd always just worried about it and never actually found out what it was and I cannot tell you the comfort I I had when Annabelle actually said I'm I'm obviously will confirm this when you come into the clinic but I judging from everything you've told me and from what I can see it's androgenic alopecia which is a progressive hair loss condition so it will get worse over time but we can slow it down 
And I cannot tell you how reassuring that was. And so from one hair loss sufferer to another, if you are in any kind of emotional distress about the situation you're in with your hair, if it causes you upset, just getting that diagnosis, just actually knowing what it is, because once you know what it is, there is a course of action. I'm aware that I've already taken up so much of your time and what you really want to get to is Susie's expertise and she is brilliant. So here she is, Susie Hammond from the Philip Kingsley Clinic, the Philip Kingsley Institute. I don't know if it's an institute. I've just made that up, I think. I'm just terribly excited about the fact that she's on the show. So Susie Hammond from Philip Kingsley, she is a trichologist and she is on the show and she answers a lot of the questions that you have been sending in to me. So I hope that you find this really useful. And as ever, if you have any questions, please do DM or email me and I will endeavor to get back to you. So here we go. As I said, it's a hard, it's a hard entry. We go straight into a, a question because it wasn't a, um, a formal podcast, if you will. Um, but I hope you just like the fact that this is a very, a very relaxed conversation between Susie and I answering and discussing all the things that have come up in your messages to me. So thank you for listening. And here she is, Susie Hammond on The Emma Gunn Show. Okay, so um, one of the things that I am getting asked a lot is I can't afford Philip Kingsley. I can't afford to go in and see a trichologist and have all the investigations um, but I, so can I just buy their products and will, if I use that for a consistent period, consistently for a period of time, will I get the same sort of results? Okay. So if someone is having thinning, their experience in thinning, I'm going to be absolutely honest. The best thing to do is have that thoroughly investigated. First of all, to definitively diagnose whether it is indeed thinning and it's not hair loss from any other cause. And there are lots of reasons underlying hair loss. Um, so it would be very glib to just say, for me to just say, yes, if you've got thinning, you'll know and you can treat that yourself by self-prescribing. So it's very important, first of all, to get the proper diagnosis. And then once you've got the proper diagnosis, it's very important to dig down as well into a few other things in terms of nutritional levels, in terms of your medical background and so on. Because even if it is a straightforward case of thinning, you're going to want to make sure you're doing everything you can to support the optimum hair growth at the same time. Because it would be a shame to treat one issue, but not to make sure you're optimizing your hair growth at the same time. Um, now, can you treat thinning over the counter? Um, there are over the counter products, and we, we do provide um, our, tri tri um, our trichotherapy range of products, which includes the Trico 7 Drops. They are an over-the-counter product, so to be clear, we cannot use all the tools that we have at our disposal to treat thinning that are the most effective tools in an over-the-counter product because it wouldn't be appropriate. They are prescription tools, first of all, it's prescription medication. So the over-the-counter product contains mild antiandrogens. However, they are antiandrogens, um, and so the zinc and the acid acid in there will help support you if you are experiencing some thinning and they will be beneficial there's no doubt about that but you won't be doing the optimum you can do um, if you are a genuine um, case of male or female pattern thinning so i would urge anybody to come along make sure we have a proper thorough diagnosis and we cover all the bases we look at any nutritional deficiencies we look at any deficiencies in the blood work as well um, because there are some key elements as you're aware i know um that are crucial for metabolism in the hair follicles. Um, and I can list those for you tonight because they are quite useful if people are looking at their blood tests they've had from their GP. Yeah. 
we look for a few, a handful of things that are vital to metabolism in your hair system to optimize your hair growth. So ferritin, which is your storage iron, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin B12, and also it's well worth checking your thyroid because that is a um, deficiency in your thyroid can really impact your hair as well. So those are the things that we want to make sure are all in place and all optimized. Sorry, you're going to ask me a question. Well, I was going to say then, what I, I've done this before, so I'm not judging anybody who does it, but if I had heard an expert two years ago say, iron levels, B12, vitamin D, uh, was it, was it zinc as well? I know that I probably would have run to the local health shop and thought, great, I'm going to go and get some supplements. There's a two for, two for one on. And there I'm, so, I'm looking after my hair loss. It's not as simple as that, is it? It isn't, unfortunately. So first thing to know is if you do actually have blood tests, um, the reference ranges are quite broad, particularly for things like ferritin. And some labs and your GP may look at your results and if it falls anywhere within that reference range, they'll say normal, you're fine, mm -hmm. off you go. We know for hair, from our experience, there are certain levels that you need to have reached in order to optimize that growing phase of the hair. So that's the first thing to do is you need to understand the levels and where you need to be. Second thing is, if you're going to try and supplement without um, having some blood tests, you're only going to be buying an over-the-counter supplement. Um, it's not, if there is a deficiency there, it may not be enough. And I also wouldn't recommend taking supplements willingly without knowing where you are in these certain levels because we don't want to overdose um, at the other end of the scale. So that can be harmful in itself. So we only supplement under careful monitoring and we follow up. Um, if we've recommended um, any supplementation, we'll follow up with retests after a certain period just to make sure those levels are climbing and make sure they haven't gone in the wrong direction. So it's something that is well, you're well advised. A general multivitamin, though, is a really good support for your hair growth. So buy one that's um, specifically geared towards hair if you can. It's going to have all the crucial things in there, usually a bit of biotin too, that sort of thing. So it will support your general hair growth. And that's fine, but it won't be enough if there is a deficiency. So you may need an extra specific, stronger supplement that we can use. That's something actually in the Facebook group for the podcast that whenever hair loss comes up, there will always be a, a few people who say biotin. And I, I, because I get to chat to people like you as, as part of my job and I have that knowledge and you share all of that expertise with me, I am I, I say it's always best if you're if you choose to supplement to know what your your base level is to know where you're starting from exactly it might work for you for someone to take biotin because maybe they had a deficiency or there was something going on that meant that by taking an oral biotin supplement they suddenly saw an improvement but that's not going to be the universal experience no no exactly so know where you stand before you start anything but as i said a general multivitamin particularly one that's geared towards hair is always a good buy and that will always be a useful addition in your in your cupboard to have day to day. Okay. okay, so one of the other things that has happened uh, since I started talking about this is uh, people have asked the question, I um, can't afford to go to Philip Kingsley. I can't afford uh, a trichologist appointment. And I always do say an investment in you is a great investment, but obviously let's just be realistic. It's not always possible or plausible. So. If somebody has listened or is watching this or listening to this and thinking, actually, I would really like to do something for my hair, but I simply cannot go and have those personalized tests with Susie and Annabelle. I can't have the microscope on my scalp. 
if they are then going to buy products, shampoos, conditioners, scalp tinctures, etc., you do have the Trico range. And when everyone on Ask Me, I always do say Philip Kingsley are the center of excellence when it comes to hair. So there's obviously something in there that, so I always steer people towards that is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. could you, would you mind going through the products that you have just to help people understand if they are in that position, I know we're always going to say, if you can go in and see you guys, but if you can't and you find yourself on that website and you're in the hair thinning and hair loss products, um, is there a, a particular protocol you would recommend or a way of working all of these things together and what they do? Absolutely. So if you want the easiest um, sort of routine, then I would direct people to use the trichotherapy range because you are then going to cover all three bases. It's a sort of three-step program in terms of, first of all, you're going to get a really good general multivitamin for hair. So you're going to get trico complex, it's called. It's specifically formulated by us to include all those things that are really helpful for optimising your hair growth. Again, I'll add the caveat that if you've got a severe deficiency, that's not going to be sufficient. But it is a really good day-to-day -day supplement that will help boost your hair growth. Um, secondly, the drops, the Trico 7 drops. So as I said earlier, those are really useful where you've got a bit of thinning or a bit of hair loss. Um, and they do contain some mild anti-androgens. Now, I'll just quickly explain anti-androgens. Hair thinning is driven by androgens, male hormones, which we all have. You and I have them too, female hair. And it's nothing to do with having too much of them. Normal levels, if you are genetically susceptible, normal levels can cause a little bit of miniaturization in the follicle if your follicles are sensitive to them. So you have to have that genetic sensitivity, but those normal levels of male hormones, which we love, they give us energy and vigor and sex drive, all good things. But if your follicles are sensitive to them, they can make those follicles a little bit smaller than they produce finer hair, usually shorter hair. And so on. So this is what underlies the thinning, the androgens. So you want an anti-androgen treatment, the treatment that's going to oppose that action. And over-the-counter androgens are used in our type 7 drops. So it's a good alternative and it's a good place to start if you're looking for an anti-androgen treatment. So that's the drops. You would use those every night or every morning you can use them. Um, but it's daily treatment. Um, and then there's a spray, which is a creatine spray, which is a really good volumizer as well, and it's going to leave the hair in great health too. So that will add a little bit of treatment as well for you to help support you as you're, as you're hopefully boosting the growth of your hair and, and boosting your hair. So it's a good three-step program. It's, um, if you're looking for a Philip Kingsley level of, of treatment and you don't want to come see one of the Trichologists for any reason at all, then that's a really good alternative. I would urge people also as well to consider a Zoom consultation. It's an awful lot cheaper than coming to see us in clinic. We are extremely thorough on the Zooms as well, though. We don't skimp, um, skimp on medical background, all the things that people have in me. Um, and then I would always recommend you follow up with a no charge little um, review in clinic. So we can get you under the microscope. So if you can't see us in person for any reason, that's another thing to consider is to have a Zoom consultation and we can run through things. And it's it's usually the case that we can make a good diagnosis and get you on a course of treatment without having to get into the clinic immediately. So that's another alternative as well. And I can testify to that because obviously I had the Zoom consultation with Annabelle. <laughs> yeah. 
And actually, one of the questions I've had most from people is, are they still doing Zoom calls now that the restrictions have been lifted? Absolutely, we are, because we've got to recognise the fact that, um, firstly, a lot of people are still shielding. Um, they don't want to brave London and public transport and so on. And also, realistically, if you're working and you live quite far away, you may not be able to find the time to come to the clinic. So, um, absolutely, we will continue to do those. So, they will always be an option for you. Wonderful. And can I just clarify the price on those? So how much is the Zoom call? A Zoom consultation is £150. Um, and it lasts usually about 45 minutes. A little bit shorter than coming in to see us um, in clinic. If you came to see us in person, it would be actually a two-hour appointment. You'd spend an hour with the consultant. And then you'd go up to clinic and we'd show you how to use some products and prescriptions and have a treatment. Um, Zoom call, obviously, we're not doing that. So a little bit of a shorter time. Um, but it's really, really good value, and you will get still the same consultant um, and the same knowledge. So I would thoroughly recommend it. If you can't have any of this in it's really worthwhile. I, like I said, I agree. Now, a lot of people have asked about the protocol that I'm on, and I will be doing uh, a further IGTV and actually talking about that in a bit more detail. But it's probably always best to ask you, before I start saying what these products actually do, what what they're doing and why I might be seeing the results I'm seeing. And Susie, I just want to tell you something. I actually forgot to, to colour in my scalp the other day and I only noticed about late afternoon. I thought, oh, I didn't do that today. Fantastic. I'm really, really pleased to hear that. <laughs> Wonderful. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. And you feel been diligent with your products as well, which um, or you wouldn't be seeing the results. Yeah, I'm glad. Very, very, very much so. So um, a lot of people have said to me, are you now on a prescription strength minoxidil? And I guess I am, am I not? You are, you are. So we have you on anti prescription anti-androgen solution. Um, so as a prescription, we can add in some anti-androgen hormone in there. It's a very, very small percentage that we put in, but it is extremely effective. And we use it in conjunction with minoxidil. Minoxidil is a stimulant. And we use it for two reasons in the drops. Firstly, um, because it's a potassium channel dilator, so the, it's a one-way delivery system of lots of get in and not thrown out again. It's also a really good general stimulant. And what I mentioned briefly earlier is in pattern thinning, that allergen phase, that growing phase of the hair can shorten a little bit. And also the follicle can get a little bit tardy, everything slows down a little bit. And the minoxidil can sort of kickstart things to get on with it. And, um, you know, that follicle to get rid of the old hair and start producing the new hair rather than have that longer lag phase in between hair growth cycles, which we tend to see. Um, but it's also just a general good stimulant. So we use that in the drops in conjunction with the anti-androgen hormone, which is the core treatment for the androgenetic unit. And there's also nothing like an overnight fix with any of these solutions. It really is about consistency and using it, for a period of time. And I remember when I saw you, um, I said, well, I'm not expecting to see anything. I think I've been on the protocol for about two months and that was pre-prescription level. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, and I might be wrong here because it was a lot of, it was a lot of information to take in on the day, but I think you said around the eight month mark. Am I getting that right? But to see a small improvement, yes, exactly. So the hair, you've got to bear in mind the hair growth cycle um, and anything you do, you're going to need to allow about three months to start seeing a change. And that includes nutritional changes as well, positive nutritional changes. Um, if you're, if, 
uh, plant is seeming a bit of extra shedding as well. That's going to need to allow time for that to settle down too, and that's going to affect the overall volume of your hair too, if you've had a bit of extra shedding. Um, so you've got to allow time for these things to happen. But in terms of consistency, and is it a magic bullet? I always say to my clients, think of it like brushing your teeth. If I stop brushing my teeth, nothing's going to happen tomorrow, but over time they will start decaying inevitably, and eventually they may fall out. And it's the same with your, your anti-androgen treatment. You want to keep using it because those, the reason, the cause is still there. We're not changing those hormones because they're good things. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we're going to leave those alone, but we want to keep the protection around the follicle. So it lasts about 24 hours and we need to reapply. So it is consistency, but it isn't, um, you can't say you're cured. It's a protection that is very, very effective and you will see improvement as well. Um, but you do need to keep using it, like you need to keep washing your teeth. So view it like in that way. So it's a protective measure that you want to keep doing while you keep wanting the protection. That is the thing. Every night when I put my drop, when I apply my drops, very skillfully taught by Lena, I think it was. You showed me exactly yeah. how to do it properly with the pipette. Um, I think I think about the fact this is now a life thing. If I want to continue to see an improvement and then stabilize, and that feels quite, <laughs> that feels like a big deal, or it was feeling like a big deal until I looked <laughs> like five inches over at my skincare and thought, how is it any different from how I view retinol? Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to use a pot of really lovely skin cream and then say, job done. Never need to use that again. It's exactly, that's a really good way of putting it, Emma. I'm going to actually use that with some of my clients. It's a really <laughs> good illustration. And it's, as I said, like brushing your teeth. You want to keep doing it. So that's, yeah, that's exactly the idea. So it's consistency and a long-term goal. Okay, so if someone's listening to this and they think, actually, I don't think my hair's thinning, but I would like my hair to be thicker. Are they, is there any point using any of these products? Will they actually, Absolutely. if they have no one to loop? Absolutely, because you may not be optimizing, for instance, your brain size for the hair. You may not be optimizing your diet. There are an awful lot of things that you can think about that you can do to make sure that you're getting the best out of your hair growth and out of the hair that you have. Um, and if you don't look after it, it's not hydrated properly. If it's, you've got a lot of breakage going on, it's not going to look anything like as thick and, and lovely as it should be. So there's an awful lot of um, things you have to think about, condition as well as the other systemic um, causes that may be at play. There is an awful lot of information on the website um, on various conditions. So if you have a particular concern, there's a lot of information there that you can delve down into. But you need to look at the whole picture because it's no good treating thinning, for instance, or treating shedding and not looking after the condition. Because what a shame if you're then losing lots of hair to breakage, for instance. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, a lot we do, we cover on this podcast a lot of hormones. And we've talked about the fact that there are anti androgens in the drops. Now, 
for anyone who's thinking, I don't want to apply something to my scalp that will then perhaps potentially get into my bloodstream, that's not an issue with these sorts no. of products, is it? No, we only treat topically. So it reaches the follicle, sits around the follicle, and it doesn't um, get absorbed into the system. So there are treatments out there um, that are DHT inhibitors. So they inhibit one of the, um, and the androgens in the system, but these are the products we use are purely topical. So we really only want to be looking after the follicle because that's really our only concern with this. <laughs> And also, just to talk about shedding, I think I've said this before, and I'm sure I would have told you, but one of the jobs I used to do every Monday morning was lift up the drain cover in my shower and, with my rubber gloves on, deal with the hair. And it was one of my most hated jobs, but it was I did it on Monday morning, and then I felt good about the rest of the week. If I've done that, I can do anything. Every Monday morning for the last, I would say, eight weeks... I lift up the drain cover and there's nothing to manhandle out of there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, I do know if I may address um, some of the some of the products that perhaps have been personal to you, but are very good general recommendation. Um, one of the things I talked briefly about nutrition, protein is really important. And where we're seeing a little bit of extra hair shedding, it may be that you're not including the key elements in your diet to optimize that growth, keep the hair in the growing cycle long enough. So you're not supporting that androgen phase of the hair. And so adding a protein supplement is quite a good short term. I would rather all my clients have their all their nutrients and their whole foods long term. That's going to be the more realistic goal. But short term, it might be necessary to boost and it can be a really effective boost to add in a protein supplement. And you can see that quite quickly. Again, you need to allow about three months to see the shedding start to settle. Um, but if there is a deficiency in the diet, that can be quite a, a useful addition. So um, there are lots of other reasons for shedding. Um, and we can have short-term shedding, which is acute collagen effluvium, or longer-term shedding, which is chronic. And they have a different sort of um, group of contributing factors. And there are quite a lot of factors to shedding, so we won't go into all of them. But um, when you delve down, and find the cause and eliminate it. The thing that people need to remind themselves is shed hairs regrow. They will regrow when you eliminate that cause. You just want to slow down that shedding once we've corrected whatever's causing it. So try not to be overly concerned because it can be very upsetting. As you said, when you're pulling out loads of hair out of the drain, you're seeing it around the house, seeing it in the hairbrush, your partner might complain all over the place. Um, it can be quite upsetting, but you just need to know that we need to do a little bit of investigative work detectives, find out what's going on, and once we eliminate that cause, those hairs will grow. Nothing's physiologically changing in the follicle to mean that they can't grow if it is a simple case of shedding. That's okay. really good to know. Now a little, I'm going to go back to my skincare analogy because we liked that. So um, in the same way as using retinol, which is a, a high-strength anti-aging topical ingredient, vitamin A, in the same way as you incorporate that, there are certain things that you don't mix it with, and there are certain things it won't play well with on the skin. And there are, you know, you have to respect retinol. You put it on dry skin, not damp skin, mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. I well, let's talk about some of these products and how they might play with the other things that you might be using. So my biggest thing, and every Sunday when I do my um when I do my scalp mask, my is it ZNS mask and yes. my elasticizer, wrap it all up. Um, I think, oh, I really must ask whether because I dye my hair every two weeks to cover my greys, will this be making my dye fade faster? 
it shouldn't do. There are a couple of things in there. So the zinc, for instance, with certain hair colours, usually when you're lightening your hair rather than um, the colour you're using, but if somebody's lightening their hair, um, occasionally you can find the elasticizer, which penetrates a bit, um, and sometimes um, some of the other ingredients can cause a slight change in the colour. So we always recommend avoid the elasticizer a couple of days either side of doing the colour. Um, when you're going darker, it really shouldn't impact it at all. Um, so and, what about things, and what about things like the drops, whether it's the ones that I'm using, obviously they're prescription, or if it's just the drops that um, you could buy from the website? Um, drops that you buy from the website, I wouldn't be concerned about, really. I And uh, again, sometimes, sometimes we say, they, just for safety's sake, because they are concerned, they spent a lot of money on their colour, they'd rather um, avoid it couple of days either side of, of their colour. But I have to say, most of the time, I, I don't see any, any difference at all. So no, there's no there's no contraindication really at all. The elasticizer, I would, if you've had lightning on your hair, I would avoid it a couple of days either side. Just, just That's really it. interesting. It makes sense, actually. You said the bleach would seep out because it's a completely different thing from darkening. I had never thought about that before. Right, let's look at some other things. So you've also got... Um, You've got a stimulating weekly scalp mask, and I was trying to put my consumer brain on, and I was thinking, oh, I would totally be like, I need that too. Is that is that kind of useful to incorporate into the regime? Scalp masks are really helpful. So, um, thing to remember is we're shedding skin cells on our scalp, same as we are everywhere else on the body. It's quite often quite hard to get rid of them. If you've got thick hair, you know, there's hair in the way, and um, shampooing will remove some. But it's a good idea to give your scalp a really good clean. From time to time, I recommend you know probably a weekly if you've got any kind of dandruff or anything like that. Um, otherwise, twice monthly scalp mask. Give your scalp a really good clean. Think of it like a more self facial up there. Um, but we have specific masks for specific things. So if you don't need, you know, you can pick just a general one. But if you've had a little bit of shedding, a stimulating one is going to be really helpful. Get things going up there. Um, and it will feel lovely and zingy on the scalp as well because we have some very stimulating ingredients. It's lovely. We do an exfoliating one if you are prone to a little bit of scaling, a little bit of dandruff. That will help remove that nice and gently. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really useful tools to incorporate. Again, like you would use a, a nice facial or a face mask or something like that. And I guess one of the other things I wanted to ask you about as well is one of the biggest surprises to me when I first had that call with Annabelle and she said, okay, this is what I'm going to send. This is what you think you should be using. The thing that actually made me step back was that there was no special shampoo or conditioner. It was a, it was a shampoo and conditioner suitable for my hair type. So I'm on the moisture balance. Mm. And, and also I, I tried the volumizing as well. But, um, and this is kind of a roundabout question. I'm not necessarily wanting you to poo-poo other brands. It, the, the observation for me was... A shampoo and conditioner, likely, if Philip Kingsley aren't putting anti-hair loss or anti-hair breakage or any of those things into a shampoo formula, then I would maybe think that no shampoo or conditioner is really ever going to be the answer to this problem. Unfortunately, it's not. It would be lovely if it were, um, but unfortunately, it's not. So you can't solve um, hair thinning or hair loss with a shampoo. Um, and with a shampoo, we... So Philip Kingsley was, was really the first person when he was developing his shampoos to look at hair type, as you mentioned, rather than actually your condition. 
um, in terms of them are oily, dry, and so on. You need to use the right shampoo for your hair type. It's really important to get the best out of your shampoos. But with think about they're on your hair for a very short period of time. Um, also, when you use them, it's important not to rub the hair wildly because you don't need to. Um, and that's just going to rough up the hair beautiful and not, not too really good. You want to get your fingers under the hair, really massage the scalp. It's all about cleansing the scalp with your shampoo. The chemistry of the shampoo is such that it will gather up in the dirt and into little micelles and, and wash it away. But you want to get your fingers under the hair and really massage the scalp. Um, but no, it's about cleansing the scalp is what it's doing. And you want to pick the right one for your hair type so that you can benefit best from it. There's a, there's a table on our website where once you identify your hair type, it will guide you to the right type of shampoo. Because otherwise, you know, somebody with very fine hair is going to respond very differently to a shampoo somebody with my rather coarse hair. So it's, it's only common sense. Really. And I'm glad you talked about how you touch your hair as well, because that's something I want to almost finish on, is I remember uh, when, when I was speaking to Annabelle and she asked me what kind of hairbrush I was using. And I said I was using one that was uh, very good for detangling and being gentle on the hair. And she said, like, those sorts of brushes are great, but actually when you get that snag, that's letting you know that you need to sort of go back over that area and be quite gentle. And it has actually really changed the way I brush my hair. So a little bit like the teeth brushing thing, we all, we all do all of that and get really vigorous yeah. with it. And then an electric toothbrush, which is proven to be more efficacious, uses a much gentler yeah, um, method. And so, as you say, it, with washing your hair, it's about getting your hands and fingers underneath and being quite gentle. But with brushing, what are your top tips? Should somebody with thinning or shedding hair try to brush their hair as little as possible? Okay, well, a couple of things. First of all, just going back to the shampoo, you don't need to be gentle on the scalp, it's gentle on the hair. You don't need to rough up the hair, but vigorous shampooing. But yes, um, you want to give your hair a good going through because otherwise those, those loose hairs, especially if you're shedding more than normal, those loose hairs are going to all get tangled up and it's going to get even worse. So, um, in terms of getting it, hard to get your brush through. Start from the ends, work any tangles out from the ends and then travel up. Don't start at the top. Um, use a wide tooth comb and the best tip really is when you're putting your conditioner on in the shower, um, apply it mid-length to ends and then take a wide tooth comb and gently comb through. Again, starting from the ends and working the way up and comb your conditioner through before you rinse it off and you'll find then your hair will brush through. Um, much more easily. If you do that every time, just keep a white tooth comb in the shower, it has a cumulative benefit. You will find your hair comes through much more easily. Um, frequent brushing is not essential. Brush for grooming as you need to, but this hundred strokes a night kind of thing that used to be the fashion, that sort of thing, is actually more great practice. The hair is protected by these, these scales, they're cuticle scales that sit like tiles on a roof. And they look after the inner cortex of the hair. And everything we do to our hair, even just touching, twiddling, um, colouring, shampooing, brushing, everything is going to lift those cuticle scales a little bit. And each time they go back, less perfectly. And if they're not back nicely, they, then the inner cortex of the hair is exposed. We lose hydration from the hair, so it gets drier. And eventually they can break away. When they're roughed up, that's why your hair tangles, because the next hair is tangling on those. It's not a nice, smooth surface. Um, you don't get the nice shine as well because they're not reflective. But over time, if they break away altogether, we end up with split ends, 
um, breakage and so on. So we want to look after that hair cuticle. So treat it kindly, comb through gently when you have conditioner on, and you'll really notice the difference. But yes, don't go brushing your hair all day long. Um, it's not necessary. Um, and choose a good brush. Good brush is essential. Um, you just made me remember my other observation about my hair is that I feel like it's got shinier. Of course, because if you're looking after it better and it's better um, conditioner, the chemistry of conditioner is actually helps with that beautiful um, conditioner, it will close that nicely, but um, then it's a more reflective surface. So it is worth looking after your conditioner of your hair, and that's what I mean when I say the whole picture, um, because it's all very well looking after one thing and ignoring the others, you won't, your hair won't look healthy and you won't feel good about it. And then in terms of the other thing that we do uh, to touch our hair, and I do it, I do it less now because I was told, <laughs> uh, heat styling. Mm. Okay. Where do you... Okay. I, I'm a great fan of saying, as I've just said, we want to feel good about ourselves. We want our hair to look good. Otherwise, all of this has been a waste of time if we, we don't enjoy our hair. So we are going to want to style our hair, all of us. Just be cautious because every excessive heat will break down the bonds in the hair over time, and so it will cause weathering and breakage, and it will dry out the hair. But a little bit of gentle heat, so always make sure your hair dries on medium to low heat. Use the right tools. So try and use a wooden brush and vent it if possible, so with holes in it, so the heat can pass through the brush, doesn't collect and radiate back into the hair. Um, and don't hold the brush, the dryer directly on your hair. But a, a nice gentle blow dry will help get your hair nice and smooth, you'll feel good about it, it'll look nice, um, and it is over time you know, going to be fine as long as you don't use this excessive heat. A lot of straightening, straightening or tongs and so on, if you're doing that every day, that is excessive heat and that you will pay the price eventually for that. Use a, use a heat protection spray as well because that will mitigate the effects. But I'm not going to say don't heat style your hair because we want to feel good about it. And, you know, it can be absolutely fine to do it with caution. Definitely. Definitely. Lovely. Oh, you're so brilliant to speak to. Thank you so much. That's honestly, I, I'm racking my brains trying to think if I missed anything, but I feel like those are my, those are my questions that I've had good. from people. Those are some of my questions too. Um, good. And it's an absolute pleasure. And I would say, going back to your original point, um, it is very often not possible to come in and see a trichologist in person. Don't fret about that. If you have an issue, go onto um, our website, or there are plenty of other resources out there. Get informed, first of all, and then have a look at the products that are available. There are a lot of um, good products available. Um, and think about having a Zoom call if you can't come in person. It is long-term, the benefits of a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of um, hair care will pay dividends long term um so it is a, it's an investment i would describe it as an investment because you know you want to hang on to your hair and you want to feel good about it so um yeah ha take a look at the website there's a lot of information on there okay. it is it's very thorough and like i said i was chatting to i i was on the gloss angeles podcast on monday the la-based beauty podcast and we were talking about my hair loss and i said philip kingsley is the center of excellence I mean, known globally, but in the UK, that the clinic is just kind of, it's a landmark almost for hair, well, hair loss and hair you. care. Thank you. We and do have a great legacy with Philip and, of course, now Annabelle Kinsley. Um, and they're 
you know, the, the wealth of knowledge here amongst all of us probably adds up to about mm, quite a few years. I mean, we've been here since 1968 in, in um, Green Street and Philip was around the corner before then. So it's a good long history. Well, do you know what's most important? Because sometimes you can be in the hands of an expert and their efficiency and how clinical they are can be the thing that can be comforting. But I don't think that I don't feel that's true with hair loss. I think one of the most important component parts of the treatment is speaking to someone who's compassionate. And I've spoken to Annabelle and I've spoken to you and that has that's the thing that has really struck me as well as the expertise is the fact that you are looking at the individual and the emotional impact of what they're going through and you really take that into account. Thank you. Well, we, we do try our very best. And you've also just hit on um, something that is important to reiterate before we sign off is the individual. It is every case is different and every um, treatment we offer here is individualised. Will, it will be specific to you. You don't, and I would caution against anybody just um, saying this is a generic treatment, this is you know what you do in that circumstance because everybody's different and we all have different um, issues going on. So it is individualized um, care and taking an individualized approach. Oh, it's brilliant. Thank you. Right. So I will sign off and say, because I'll be using this. So I'll say, um, obviously, the links to Susie and to the products and to the clinic will be in the show notes. Um, but uh, Susie, thank you so much for coming back. Oh. Thank you. It's so nice to talk to you and I'll see you for your next follow-up. Very soon. Can't wait. Good. Okay. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you spending your time with me. If you have any more questions about hair loss or there's anything from the podcast that you would like to have a bit more information on, please feel free to email me on thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or you can DM me on social media where I'm at Emma Guns. If you want to join the Facebook group and speak to thousands of other listeners of this podcast, many of whom have been talking about hair loss in the group, then please do join that. The link to join is in the show notes. And please don't forget to go and follow uh, Philip Kingsley, Philip's to follow Susie, to follow Annabelle and uh, to get in touch with them if that might be suitable. Again, all of the links to Susie, to Annabelle, to Philip Kingsley will be in the show notes. Give them a call if you have any questions. I'm sure they would be delighted to help. Thank you once again for listening. I will see you on the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.